three, two, one. Rolling. So something that's happened over Christmas, um, which probably not a lot of people know about, or unless you're on Facebook, then everybody will know about it, um, is that Al, our drummer, um, has had a baby. And, uh, well, he hasn't. His wife, Chloe, has. Um, and we were so pleased for them both. We really are. Um, and I, I believe they've named the child Philip Walker Harry Vanfield. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, yeah. you want to correct yourself there? Oh, sorry, it's just Philip Walker Vanfield. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's, uh, they've had a little boy named Harry, and um, we're, as all those guys in the guitar show, and I'm sure all the people that follow the show out there, um, you know, like to wish them all the best. And um, I was so made up for you guys, Alan Clough, you know, really, really pleased for you guys. And uh, here's to the next 21 years of having no money. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Guitar Heroes podcast. We're live. We're live. Oh, dear me! Yeah. Happy New Year too, everybody. <laughs> we we've had uh, we've had a few technical issues getting online today. Well, when I say we, I mean I've had a few technical issues. I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm now I'm now at the point of um, yeah. I'm just going to send a pigeon over to you guys. I think that might be easier with a little note attached to it. We ha- we seem to have a recurring theme of technical difficulties, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Life is one technical <laughs> difficulty. Oh dear. Anyway, are you there, Chris? Hello. Hello. Sorry. <coughs> Hello. Yeah, you're right. He sat on something. What is he sat on there? We know Lee's there, and um, yeah. Well, this week we've got a special guest on. Oh yes, and I didn't, they don't come any more special than this guest, and I have to say that because she's sat next to me and I live with her. <laughs> Do we need a drum yeah, roll? That's... Do we need a drum roll? <laughs> The drum do roll, drum last roll. Week was just so fantastic that we need to do it again. Uh, do you know what? This mic stand hasn't got a boom on it. One minute. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll sort of join in. So maybe you can do bottom snare and I'll do top. Well, I'll just play maybe. a little bit louder. One minute. Moving the wine glass just from the edge of the table there. There we go. Oh, Wait. it's a big build up. It's a big build up. It better not be Cookie the Dog. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please say hello for the first time on this Guitar Heroes podcast? The Queen! Hello. <laughs> There's <laughs> <laughs> none other but my uh, my my life and business partner, Miss Jamie Lovett. Hello, Jay. Hello, everybody. I'm here. I'm the here. brains Hello. of the operation has finally shown up. Yes. <laughs> to bring some order to this Thank nonsense. You, <laughs> For everybody out there who doesn't know who Jay is, um, Jay. Well, we did we did a little bit of a you know, of who she is last week. But Jay, um, she's my business partner. Um, and, well, we've actually been a, a couple as well for around 21 years now. Yeah, it's been a long, long, long time. Yeah. You can really hear it then, Jay. You can really hear it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, there's so much to get into tonight. There oh, this is, so is going to be brilliant. Anyway, th- thanks for listening, everybody, and good night. <laughs> So, so, Phil, you will remember that whenever Jay comes to a show, mm. Phil's always on edge because he knows at any moment some sort of hideous secret that's going to just bring his <laughs> reputation crashing down in front of all of us could be I've revealed. I've been told, so Lee. I've been they've told not to I say bet anything they've had a talk. Oh, okay. He's warned you, has he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to, to, to be quite honestly, I don't need anybody to bring my reputation down. I can do that all by myself. <laughs> I have to be careful on here, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just so, careful uh, what you say, yeah. How you doing, Jay? W- um, welcome to the podcast, and Aww. thanks for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. It's great to be on air. Normally, I'm listening in, and uh, oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> you guys make me laugh. Actually, <laughs> I've got to say, I think you're all a bit like Top Gear. You know, okay. like, um, so I reckon you, Lee, are like Hammond. And I think oh, Chris okay. is a bit like May, and then you've got Phillips Clarkson. The dodgy one, yeah. <laughs> The one who says everything in the wrong order. Well, you mean the fat, bald one? <laughs> no, you do it really well. It's great. I really enjoy it. From yeah. Yorkshire. Hi. Yeah. It's quite weird to be on here myself this time. It's got nice. Well, it's a, it's a pleasure yeah. to have you, and, and you've um, instantly brightened up the place because it's normally quite a dingy affair, Is us it? three, either crawling on to Zoom at 10 a.m. in the morning <laughs> or crawling on to Zoom at 9 o'clock at night, having or, had or a number Chris of drinks. Fra- 
Chris hasn't got his trousers on quite often, apparently. Have you got them no. on this evening? Or? You can never tell the of way course he I have. his camera. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, don't zoom in. Oh, oh, don't zoom in. Yeah, we don't, do not yeah. need to see that, Chris. Do not pan down. And do that, ladies and gentlemen, down. is why we don't video this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it means we'd have to get dressed. <laughs> yeah, you We're have to come and see a live show to see that. <laughs> oh, We're quite relaxed here, Phil, aren't we? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you guys drinking? Well, Phil's got his normal port, yeah. and I've got a He's cherry got a bottle, brandy. Eh? He ain't even got a glass today. He's got, I've got a bottle, a, isn't he? I've got a bottle with me today because yeah. Jay's here. It's gonna be. I know what it's gonna be like. It's just gonna be me <laughs> cringing into my bottle of port. <laughs> It'll be all right, Phil. Stop worrying. It'll be fine. Okay. I'll just tell them what they want to know. Really, I'll just. <laughs> Brilliant. If you ask Perfect. any questions, Lee, I'll be there. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so right. you've got a cherry brandy. Uh, Chris, what are you drinking? I'm drinking some Malbec. Malbec. Oh, lovely. Malbec. Mm. What's that? Ooh. It's a form of red wine. Sophistication. That's what that is. It is. It's quite strong, actually. Um, nice. Got a good kick to it. Well, I did we have all a got nice alcohol. glass of... Um, mm. Yeah, mm. that's how we do it. That's, how that's we the great thing about an evening podcast, <laughs> isn't it? We can't really we do this. I mean... We need it. I did have a nice glass of Cabernet Sauvignon, but that seems to have disappeared during the technical difficulties, so we're <laughs> off to a flying start here. Uh-oh. Well, I'm on my second bottle of port, thanks to the internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> it's a recurring theme. Every time you feel you, you, um, we do this podcast, you're always on your second bottle of port or your second glass. <laughs> yeah, whether it be eight at night or ten in the morning. <laughs> I was going to say. If it's so 10 consistent. in the morning, he's got a curry arriving at 11. He's always hear the doorbell go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'm, cl- I'm clean living coffee. now. Now I'm, I'm clean living on the morning. I d- don't do tea maria in my coffee anymore on the morning. Um, no. I just have a nice options, hot chocolate now. We're trying to be good at the moment, aren't we? Exercises, aren't we? Doing yeah. exercises. And, is this uh, a New Year's resolution, yeah. is it? Yeah. Well, well, kind of. We just, you know, we just start in the... Instead of being you know, roly-polies, <laughs> we're trying. Yeah. yeah, we had a bit of a... a lo- lockdown was... Um, you know you know when people, like, right, we need to get fit on lockdown. We just went, we need to get fat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just enjoy it. And so we did. So we l- l- luckily, there's no guitar shows until God knows when, because that gives me time to lose <laughs> about five stone, I we're think. We're going to need <laughs> quite a while. <laughs> so easily done at the moment, though, isn't it? It's just... Yeah, mm. Groundhog Day, it's really getting to that mm. stage again where it's just like, whoa, what day is it? I only know it's Tuesday today because we're doing a podcast. Yeah. Wait, it is Tuesday, isn't it? Yeah. Not Wednesday. Uh, yes, it is Tuesday, yeah. yeah. Mm. Yes, yeah. very strange, very strange. So, yeah, what I thought we would do as we've got Jay with us, I think it would be just great to hear Jay's perspective because people that listen to this podcast have heard plenty about our perspective of the industry and life on the road and life in the show, but be great to um to get your perspective on things jay as as yeah. i've said you're the largely the brains of the operation um <laughs> but also as i alluded to last week i, I want your perspective on life with phil walker phil. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got a long enough podcast for this <laughs> phil <laughs> <laughs> But maybe to maybe to start off, Jay, you could uh, mm. you could give us and the listeners a bit of background about yourself because not yeah. only are you are you the um, the wheels behind the scene on the show, but but also a musician and you haven't just fallen into this, have you? You've no, you've been no. a performer, you are a performer and a singer. So yeah, many many years, I suppose. Yeah, I used to do that for a living. Gosh, gotta be sixteen, seventeen years on the road, and. Uh, really enjoyed it and everything and you know I did um, all sorts of things all across Europe and um, mostly singing a little bit of playing piano and uh, yeah really enjoyed it but it got to the point where I just needed to go home and just have some dogs and cats and <laughs> just chill <laughs> out a bit and stop living out of a suitcase just for a while and it ended up never really going back but in that time um, I started marketing for a different theatre show and um, it became really interesting, actually, just to to find out the other side of the industry. Mm. And the more I did it, the more I learned. And it was just like another creative angle to this industry, which actually is just as am- amazing as being on stage in a way, because you do have to think on your feet. Yeah. And um, after sort of, I don't know, it was a couple of years, we decided to put mm. this show together, didn't we? And mm. um, And then I obviously marketing this one and doing all the all of the red rest of it the admins excuse me that was me and um 
I ch- I, ch- I tuned the guitars and Jay did the rest. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh no, no. To be fair, we work really well together. Me and Phil, we've been on the road together all the time that I was pretty much going around. Hmm. Well, we know, met when I was twenty-four. You were that was going to be my next question. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. We and, w- and you met through music, obviously. You met. Yeah, yeah we we split two bands up getting together. Um, we were on a, a holiday park, weren't we? Um, doing a summer season up in North Wales in Prestatyn, and um, very romantic. I could speak a bit of Wales, Welsh, you know. Oh no, on, I can't. No, I can't. Here we and go. <laughs> I know the Welsh for virgin. Yeah, <laughs> L- lay back and press that in. Oh, that was poor. Sorry. Uh, um, uh, oh, <laughs> apologies, oh, Wales. Apologies. <laughs> I love Wales. Um, yeah, so we 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 um, we, we went up there separately. You were with one band in mm. one room. It was a really good atmosphere at the time because the uh, holiday parks now are kind of frowned upon a little bit, and they're I don't know, they're a bit. They've gone a little bit more hidey high as time's gone on, I think, of mm. holiday parks, and they're not quite as well regarded anymore. But back right. sort of 20, 20 odd years ago, they were thriving. And if you got a gig on a holiday park, you were doing bloody well. You mm. know, yeah. you, you, you were like, yo, we've got a season for Haven. Oh, man. You know, and people were desperate to get those sorts of gigs yeah. that paid well. They were, they were great, you know. In Prestatin, there was um, three rooms with three different bands in there, wasn't there? So On six nights a week. There were bands on six, yeah. n- well, well, seven nights a week, actually. You got one night off, didn't you? Yeah. But, you know, th- there was at least two bands on um, wow. every night of the week. And then know? there was all the cabarets and all the, the other bands that were coming yeah. as yeah. well as. It was, yeah, it was really good. And actually. you used to get some really good visiting bands as well. You get, um, I don't know if you've heard of Lorraine Crosby, but she was the original singer that sang with Meatloaf on Anything for Love. And she used to bring oh, her wow. band in and play um, on Wednesdays. Mm. And so, yeah, it was a really thriving place. But anyway, wow. we've digressed a bit. That's, right. <laughs> That's all right. Um, That's what we do here. Yeah, we're good at that. <laughs> so, we, yeah, we, we um, I was in one room, you was in another room, and we kind of got got together and um when the season finished we both left those bands and and just did our own thing then didn't we yeah Yeah. went off did a bit of duo and then ended up in bands and and the rest is history really in it with us two we were just always together which you know as a couple it's quite murder (laughs) oh no sorry (laughs) (laughs) it's it's hard it is hard because you you end up being more like work colleagues in a way excuse Mm. me than yeah than Mm. you do you know, as as a relationship, so you have to kind of break the two up and be two mm. different people at two different times, don't you? Which, Which we got really good at. Yeah, to be honest, we did. Yeah. We got really good at that. We kind of we had a stage moment, didn't we? Yeah. And then we had our um, everyday living moments, and we, mm. we yeah. got re- and that's probably why we can still. A lot, you know, a lot of people in lockdown, they, uh, the, you know, oh, I've got to be with my wife or husband for twenty four hours a day, and I mean, us, it don't really bother no. us at all. That's just what we used to do anyway. So. Yeah, and Life I think though, usual. I do think mm. though that the break was good. I think we needed it, and then after that, we mm. come back to being actually really good friends as well, don't we? So, mm. so now if something goes wrong or we're having an argument or something, when that doesn't happen very often but if it does you know then phil's just he still makes me laugh don't you so apparently even in the middle of a <laughs> <laughs> midst of an argument bless him he'll still make put me your laugh. trousers on that, yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's good at that so no to be fair we get on really well don't we and we're quite lucky like that but um yeah, yeah. like so when, you, when you moment, met when you met Phil, w- were you down here in Weymouth? Because obviously you're not from Weymouth originally. Were you in Weymouth when you guys met? Oh, so I come from Weymouth. Phil yeah. came from Leeds Just area, didn't Leeds, he? Yeah. 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 So we met in Prestatyn, which is North Wales. But was Phil already based down here at that point? Or? No, no, mm. no. I stayed up in Bradford with um, your parents and you, didn't I, for a year? Yeah. And then we, we, we got offered a summer season in West Bay, didn't yeah. we? Um, oh, right. Oh no, we did we did another season in North Wales, sorry, and then we got offered um, a season in West Bay, and I never never left. No. <laughs> oh, talking of West Bay, tangent tangent here, but I've just I've just watched Broadchurch for the first time. Oh right, yeah, it? yeah, and I, I thought it was great, but I did feel a little bit hard done by with the um, the way they represented Dorset folk. All right. Every, everyone had like a Bristol accent. <laughs> they were all like talking like that. Like I'm a proper. bit concerned myself actually on this tonight. <laughs> I was, uh, I was watching it and I was like, we don't sound like that. 
<laughs> full on, like Vicky Pollard, like that. <laughs> See, what it was, was. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, tangent. But. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. So so, uh, so you, you met in um, in Wales and then eventually formed a formed a base down here in, in Wales. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. And that was it then. When we started different bands and different shows along the way and... Yeah. And yeah. Um, but you were together. you were in a band together, weren't you, for for quite oh, a while? Lots of different bands, right? yeah. Oh, different oh shows yeah, yeah. We, we we I mean we've done lots of different. We, I mean we've always we've always made our living out of music, mm. um, and uh, we like you say when we left um, the, the the North Wales, we did a few things as a duo, didn't we? Um, and then we what happened next? We yeah. joined we joined. Um, um Sarah Jory, didn't we? That's right. Yeah, yeah we joined um which was which was great for us because she used to um she's a, a country pedal she's a pedal steel player. Yeah. Um and she's uh, she's really quite well known now out, out, out in Europe and we we spent a lot of time out in Europe, didn't we? Mm. Um whether it was, you know, driving in in vans and buses or flying out there and we did it was about two years, two or three years, I think we did with her, and we mm. we really wasn't at home. We were, you know, we were living in underneath or underneath chairs in uh, trucks and things, weren't we? Oh <laughs> we were sleeping yeah. in all it sorts it of positions <laughs> and places. It, was like it got hard, to the point hard. where it was like it was. Oh yeah, we've got a one-off in Belgium. Oh, it'd be easier just to drive. Yeah, we'll drive uh, there. Yeah, it, it was oh. like that. Belgium was local at one point, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> it's wow. like, oh, we're only in Holland. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of travelling, wasn't it? I yeah, see why yeah. you don't mind the mileage then, Phil, when we pop off to the Midlands or, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's quite bizarre, is that? Because you get, you know, a lot of people are, are like, uh, I mean, if I, wait, I always tend to think after a gig, if it's three hours home, it's doable, mm. it's local, it's nice. Yeah, you know, and there's people like, oh god, wow, well, I couldn't travel an hour after a gig. Blimey, that would be, mm. <laughs> you know, and it's like an hour after a gig to me is like just stepping out the front door and going back again. <laughs> well, that, is, that is something that's nice about the the theatre work, isn't it? We do we do generally wrap up at a um, mm. at a more pleasant hour than some other gigs. Other gigs, you're sort of rocking out of the venue at like two in the morning, oh. but um, the venues uh, that we play finish at a much more decent hour, which is quite nice. I remember in some venues we used to do, you'd be going on stage right about the time that we're getting home from a theatre gig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, there's a, few of those in, there's a few of those in Weymouth. I remember some of the gigs I've done in Weymouth and it's like you're sat there at one o'clock. Is it time to yeah. go on yet? Yeah, there's a, uh, there's a yeah. pub called the Duke of Cornwall used to gig out. And yeah, I think um, Trisha, used to, the landlady, she used to have a licence till like three, three in the morning. So um, oh, she'd always God. want you to start around like half 10, 11 o'clock, and it'd be like, you know, all the way till, you know, half one, two o'clock, something like that. Mm. Mm. I, yeah. I, would, I probably wouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Well, we're all getting old now, aren't we? Yeah. Older by the day with this lockdown. Yeah. No, mm. oh, I stretched today. I stretched my arm, cause I, you know, as you do. And I just I the one? Just the <laughs> one arm. It's just the way I was sat. I was just like, I was leaning on this arm here and... And I swear I pulled a muscle. I thought, this is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, Chris. That's stretching. Chris Aww. hadn't actually moved from his chair since last week's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> He's just sta- sat there waiting for the computer to come back on. <laughs> guys, guys. He's, st- he's still got his bottle <laughs> of San Miguel stuffed in his jacket. Look. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my bottle of San Miguel, Phil. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, uh, so the story of Guitar Heroes, is that your first project together obviously you've gigged in bands together but is this like your first big project no not really we've uh, i I suppose um as in a project where we could lose the house yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's the big biggest project we've ever done it's the biggest project we've done we've done other things together yeah most of it's always Mm. been off our own back hasn't it throughout all the time we've been together but yeah this is the major one that yeah we decided one day let's just step out of our comfort zone and do something we we know a lot about you know it's not like we didn't but um Mm. yeah and of course i suppose because i knew a lot about the marketing side already and phil already knew a lot about production and things so it just sort of naturally came together so had you been had you been thinking about putting something like that together because obviously we've heard from phil about you know the tale of you coming in late at night and watching Guitar Heroes on the BBC and then thinking, aha. But had you guys (coughs) already been thinking about doing something like that 
Or was it after that no. point that you went, do you know what, we could we could maybe do something here? It was, or, well, <laughs> well, I mean, I I kind of, I guess, yeah, I guess you could say I'm the dreamer a little bit, mm. I know. Yeah, hmm. you're more sort of creative when it comes to all that side of thing, aren't you? And I'm sort of a bit more business-minded, so between us, if Bill come up with some ideas, occasionally I'd be like... Could work, but you know, this, no. that, and the other, or <laughs> no, <laughs> that's just ridiculous, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or yeah. but it and it worked because, yeah, because I'm so probably too realistic sometimes, aren't I? And you're, mm. and at least you come up with ideas. And so when this one come along, it was like, actually, yeah, do you know what? I think you know, we could roll with this. It just mm. seemed, mm. There like was, I mean, at the time, there were there, there was nobody doing a guitar show. Now that could have gone either way because you know th there's no guitar show because nobody would go see a guitar show or because yeah. nobody has thought of it or had the ability to do it, um, mm. and we just we just took a chance, didn't we? Mm. And um, there's nobody else out there doing anything really like that, was it? it was no. So we thought well, there's an opportunity. Actually, first before that, we we were thinking of other shows. I think there was like mm. the Shadows, come Eva tribute when Eva Cassidy Eva tributes Cassidy, and yeah. all sorts of things we were thinking of prior to that. Although we're never okay. we're not really tributey people. Mm. We don't we don't like the tributey thing. And like mm. I said, I'd, I'd full on respect for anybody that does the tribute. Um Christ I've been in so many tribute bands, you know, everything from John Denver to Queen and you know, I've I've done loads of tribute bands uh, or being in them rather. Um so you know we, we we've we've made a lot of mortgage payments through tribute bands mm. as well you know mm -hmm. so i'm not knocking it but we just didn't want to do that no. right yeah, and yeah, i yeah. think with this it's just got more longevity so you know you can keep changing all the the songs and the artists throughout mm. the the length of how it's you know however long it's going to go on for um yeah. compared yeah. to yeah. say if we were to do either Cassidy or somebody different you know then th i suppose the the public if you like will you know, no longer know who that is. And so, you know, you, you're limited. Whereas yeah, with this show, point. it really does, you know, it, it goes well, let's on face it, on. there are no new Elvis songs, are there? Mm. Uh, you know, you've got no, a catalogue that you can work to. And exactly. Yeah. If you're a tribute act and you go to a tribute show, you, you're expecting to see, you know, you've got to play mm. these hits, you've got to play those songs. And if you don't hear them, you're going to go away disappointed. But mm. that's a nice mm. thing about the story of Guitar Heroes, that people can come every year and not everything, but there'll be enough of a change. Mm -hmm. we, again, there are things we have to do, but we can change things. We can do things with the theatrics, the lights, the videos. So hopefully it feels like a and buy more guitars. Show. <laughs> and that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so mo moving on to that. <laughs> How do you feel about that side of the show? <laughs> so Phil, well, I can just imagine it. Phil, <laughs> you know, the, the following morning after that gig that Phil came home from. Right, Jay, I made you a lovely <laughs> breakfast. Uh, it's in the toaster. Get it yourself. And uh, <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> I've, got an I've got an idea. What it is, is I'm going to buy loads of guitars <laughs> and we're going to make a show about it. Hang all on, right? you, you've missed a bit. You've got to do all the compliments first and tell me how wonderful I oh, am. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was being generous with the fact that he'd put your toast in the toaster. No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't realise you works. were listening at that point, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> You're, he's really good at this salesman thing, you know. <laughs> when he wants to, I'm when he wants some guitars, go. I'm on. not too good at compliments. Yeah. <laughs> I go, oh, you smell nice today. Have you been jogging? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Jay, I've got this great idea. Right, we're going to do a guitar show. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be maybe thirty or forty different guitar heroes. Of course, we're going to need a different guitar for every hero. Um, well, it didn't start out like that. To be fair, I think. Um, uh, at the time, I had my white Strat, I had a red Strat, I had the Fiesta Red Precision Bass that we use, um, I had a PRS, which I used to hold a door open with, um, <laughs> I had uh, my leather Telecaster uh, and an acoustic, and I think that was it, wasn't mm. it? Mm. So we're like, okay, so we can do Keith Richards, we can do The Shadows and Jimi Hendrix, yeah, not much of a guitar show. We need a lot more going on than <laughs> that, don't we? So, <laughs> so we, That's yeah, we quite an investment getting the show going, isn't it? The well, yeah, stuff that you need yeah. and getting off the ground. Obviously, I wouldn't even know where to start. Something like that, just off the, you know, straight out of the gate, seems very overwhelming to me. 
not even well it, again it going. was we, we've had a lot of experience i mean bearing in mind that me and jay prior to the guitar show have probably had 10 years experience in theaters anyway mm. um and uh, me sort of more front of house on stage and then you behind the scenes mm. in the business side of it so we didn't go into it blind and I think anybody that does go into it just because they want to do a theatre show one day, I think you probably need your head reading, because mm. it, it's it, it's not a, it's not a good thing. It's like you know, um, I know I think I'm going to start a haulage company today. You know, oh, what do you yeah. know about that? Nothing. Oh, oh <laughs> I've driven a van. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I once drove a van. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it, but it, we we do see that, don't we? We do see you can kind of spot those shows. I think, and I know that mm. you've pointed them out to me a couple of times. Yeah. like they've just they've gone too big too soon yeah and that's i yeah. guess that's a danger with any business in that you just jump mm. into it and go yeah let's do this and um you've always said about this show that it's worked because you've you've grown it mm. bit by bit and six or seven years in now yeah. each year's a a gradual change isn't it a gradual improvement yeah yeah definitely i mean yeah we, we could have you know, we could have got a, a bigger lighting rig. We could have had more road crew. We could have had a bigger truck. We could have had a bigger PA. And but um, th there's a, um, a show uh, years and years ago. They um, they, were <laughs> they used to do clubs and what have you, and and were quite successful. Then they decided to go down the tribute route when it was still quite new doing the tribute thing. Um, and you know, they had a decent PA, and they got a few theatre gigs in and decided, oh, we've got theatre gigs. We need to rate the PA and spent something like 25 grand on an Electrovoice rig, which back, you know, 25 years ago was yeah. th probably, yeah, 25 years ago, maybe more, was a horrendous amount of money to spend on a PA. And I think they lasted six months and went bankrupt. Mm. Yeah. So you Easily done. It's very yeah. tempting because you do, you, want, you know what you want to see. Yeah. So you think, right, I'll just add, these lights and these lights and I just add and before you know it you spent thousands of pounds and you know you're not going to get that back uh, within mm. you know the, that year that you spent them so it's it's a dangerous yeah. move and you've got to be so careful I would say I'd say now although you know I'm a big guitar nerd as everybody knows and I love guitars but if somebody said to me um okay I'm going to give you two grand you can do what you want with it I will probably give it to Jay and say right let's put it into marketing because yeah. that's where it's going to be more beneficial. Mm. You right. learn a yeah, lot. Yeah. You know, this side of it is amazing. There's, there's so much to learn. Even now, I think I've been doing it probably, gosh, eight, ten years or something, and I'm still learning, like we, like we all do with every business. But I think, yeah, there's so much to learn. And we've we've got um, a new promoter now, and still, again, I'm learning masses from them. Mm. Um, you know, you can just keep growing and growing. And the more I realise, yeah, the more that you put into marketing, the more you get back from it. Because obviously, if people don't know you exist, they're not going to come and see the show. However good it might be, you've got to get those people in in the first place. So, very uh, true, we, we very didn't. True. I mean, we've yeah. done um, before COVID hit. You know, between January and March was our best sales-wise. Was our best period yet in mm. 2020. Um, we, you know, which was so good when you know everything got cancelled, <laughs> but um, we, we, you know, we were doing so well. But it hadn't always been like that, you know. It, it, we'd had a good what two, two to four years of really struggling. In some years, we'd be. In fact, in fact, it was. Um, I must have been probably second year into the show. We, we, me and Jay, were sat there absolutely heartbroken because this thing wasn't working we didn't have enough money to put into marketing you know we'd put tens of thousands into this show hadn't we and we, it, we just w something was wrong we couldn't figure it out um and we just said do you know what let's just run this year's gigs out and call it a day mm. because you know our stress levels can't do this and as it must have been what 10 minutes after saying that the phone rang and it was in a different promoter on the phone that said, oh, yeah, I've got these day. I've heard about you, blah, blah, blah. I could put you there, 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 there and there and, and, and we'll put you on a guarantee for this, that and the other. And we just went, mm. well, obviously, <laughs> somebody wants to keep us going at this, you know. So wow. <laughs> if I that phone yeah. hadn't rung, we'd have probably packed it in, wouldn't we? Yeah, <laughs> I think there's two major things that happen. Um, one of them would be that one of them is really important is the poster. The artwork, right, the okay. branding is absolutely essential that you get that right mm. um and that's been a massive learning curve and also to think big so you know not spend big but think big so 
you know, turn around one day to yourself like we did and we were on, our, on the floor thinking, oh, God, you know, we spent all this money and we're not getting anywhere and blah, blah, blah. And then um, I think, right, I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to think of something that really will, it is beyond what I'd probably normally do. Mm. And so I thought, right, I, I don't know, and we thought of things, didn't mm. we? And uh, I come up with um, ringing up um, Birmingham Guitar, guitar Show. show. Yeah. And right, I just yeah. rung them out of the blue. It's always best to ring, you know, yeah. ring up, no emails, just ring them and say, look, you know, we've got this great show. You, you know, are you interested in putting it in? Blah, blah, blah. And um, sure enough, through that, um, we met the people from Yamaha and um, Line 6 and everything. And then mm. that grew and it helped us to grow the show in, in return, didn't it? Mm. So it's like you've always got to think big, I think. But yeah. as long as it doesn't cost you too much. Just I get on that phone. Yeah. Someone there's a, there's a quote that I can't remember, but it's something to do with if you think big, mm. we all know that we'll probably fall slightly short of what we think. So yeah, yep. you know, think big, and then you'll fall just short of that, and that might be so. somewhere that you want to fall. If you think in terms of, oh, I just want to be here, then you know you're probably going to fall short of that. So actually, you yeah. you'll do less than what you intend. But mm. I guess the like anything, um, any market that you might be in, the theatre, the way of doing things in the theatre world. Um, is share you, you share a lot of similarities with, say, other bands, but there are also things that are very specific. I guess over the years, Jay, you've just you've you've spent a lot of time in that market, so you know how to do things. It's not mm. marketing is important for any band and any mm. musician and anything. And I think we've said before that it's it's something that we're all bound to struggle with because we tend to just focus primarily on our on whatever we are a guitar mm. player a singer and that's yeah. where our sort of passion lies but so much of it lies in the marketing and you mm. do see a lot of really good acts and bands struggle because they can't get that other side of it down yep. but i guess there must be there must be sort of tips and tricks and ways of approaching the theater market that are similar but subtly different to say a wedding band or an original band or you know mm. Yeah, yeah. Marketing for a theatre show is huge. So it's a full time job. I've I've employed other people. Uh, you know, it's it's mass. Whereas, say, like um, a function band, for example, mm. you know, you've got to get all the um, your branding right. You know, you've got to get it. You've got to be a good product in the first place, and you've just got to keep ringing around and getting a good agent, basically, and then they yeah. they promote you from there. Whereas with, um. With theatres, it's it's mass, so you have to keep on to the venues. You have to um, deal with um, lots of. So, for example, they'll give you a list of of prices for things that they want they can offer, um, like posts to sites and all sorts of things, radio, and and you have to go through their list and you have to choose what you want, and you come up with a, a deal, what you pay right. and what you won't pay, and everything, and and that goes for each venue, yeah. along with radio interviews and magazine uh, adverts and if you can you get a feature for free and so that's just very small part of it then there's the print and the posters and the overprint and the oh it's mass absolute from mass what, from what i've seen it's very very reliant on um obviously the work that you do but also the relationship you have with the individual venues because yeah. there is maybe more so than other areas of music there's a real onus on the marketing at the venue yeah. and how how good they are you know, yeah. and how good their sort of captive audience is what are they going to be like are they going to be on it There's or is it going to be entirely goes on. Yeah. yeah is it going to be entirely down to you to market a gig that's happening 500 miles away or have they got a great team in-house that are going to be really good a really good following of local theatre goers usually you know. it depends on whether you're you're hiring the venue or you're sharing a split with them so if you're uh, sharing the money I with see, them, yeah. they're gonna help you more. <laughs> but having, <laughs> say, having said that, <laughs> yeah. we, we've, we've, we've been to yeah. venues. Um, we've been to venues where you know they've been a great marketing department and everything's been great and you've done well. You go back a second time, the marketing manager's changed at the venue and oh you don't no. do half as well. Mm. So a lot of it, you know, as good as the theatre, as good as the area might be you know great great venue if the marketing guy leaves who's really on it and someone mm. comes in who's not quite as on the ball 
your sales are affected yeah, you've massively. Got, you've got to keep on at the venues all the time and make sure that they're doing everything like the Facebooks and all the social media, everything. It's just, it's kind of a nagging process that you have to go through and you go down the list and go, and I nag these today. And this <laughs> day. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, a lot of work. Somewhere, somewhere on that list there's uh, <laughs> Phil because he's left yeah. his dirty <laughs> underpants in the hallway. <laughs> and then the dog goes and needs a wee or something. Yeah. <laughs> Phil, why run this show? The least you could do is pick up your underwear. Jeez. Yeah. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even do that. He throws it at me in the morning, don't you? Well, you're in the way the laundry basket. Yeah, I am actually. Unless you come downstairs trying to get through the uh, the herd of floating picks and all sorts <laughs> and just. To be fair, she says every morning it only happens once a fortnight because I've only got like two underpants. True, yeah. Mm. You, need, you could do mm. with some walking. <laughs> You're listening to the Guitar Heroes podcast. So, Jay, obviously, besides um, besides what you do for marketing the show and you mm. know, generally potty training Phil <laughs> around the house, <laughs> I guess uh, <laughs> I guess what's nice about having you on board as well is that being a musician and having a background in the performance side of it as well, mm. I imagine there's probably a lot of people that are in your part of the industry that you meet or have to talk to that aren't necessarily performers. They've just gone straight into the marketing side of things and the business side of things. Yeah, I think it helps to have that. Hmm. Yeah, do you, th- do you think you probably have a, a slightly different perspective to some of those people? Um, yeah, some people are a lot more, I suppose, business-minded because they that's what they're used to. So somebody hmm. like myself has got that background knowledge. And most often than not, most musicians aren't really into that type of part of the industry with the business side of it so I've, I don't know why but I just I seem to quite enjoy it actually so um that's okay but that yeah I don't know there's a lot of people that are their backgrounds are music mm. orientated aren't there there's there's quite a few that are so they've done the same as me um so it's yeah one it's of those a bit industries both. isn't it that it's a bit a bit like that people t- seem to sort of yeah you know be involved somewhere I guess maybe you, you can't be in it unless you're a you're somehow involved in playing or, or mm. singing. I don't know. Maybe it'd just drive you crazy if you weren't. Yeah. So on top of the business side of things, your experience as a performer uh, feeds into the creative side of the show as well, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, which is also enjoyable. side of it. Yeah, so that's that's a really good part that I enjoy, actually. I suppose um, going to see the show and just picking up points and thinking, you know, this could be... Better or this board. is already yeah the clipboard that I bring. <laughs> Chris is Chris has oh. yet to see this. Chris, you you, <laughs> you 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 usually find Jay walking around on a show with a clipboard, and she sits at the back of the room near near the sound desk with a clipboard making notes. And you can always see in the interval if she's used like three or four a four sheets of paper. You're in for an <laughs> ass kicking in the interval. Yeah. Or something. Run, just run. They'll be they'll be me they'll, oh. they'll be me uh, in the tech rehearsals. I'll be fronting a song or something. And they'll be sh- Jay would just be out there, sat, just sat there nodding her head, going, "Oh, this is all over the place, isn't it?" No, what's worse, you uh, see, she don't give it. No, she she <laughs> don't give anything head. away. No, no, she won't give anything away. She'll just sit there with a the clipboard, which is worse. I mean, she, she won't blink. She won't blink either. She'll just be. No, exactly. It, 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 sometimes I look over at it and I go, that's a really nice picture of a house you've just drawn. And the band's there on stage shitting themselves. What's she writing? The thing <laughs> is, it's really difficult because on the night, you know, you're doing your you're doing your best to make the best out of, you know, you're enjoying yourselves. You're doing what you do. You're concentrating. And there's no way I'd want to come in and just say, look, you know, you've done this, this and this. And this, you know, I don't want to pick at that point. So I come back and then I reevaluate what I've written and then speak to Phil and then we, we yeah, go I through. Get, I get it all first. <laughs> and then, then <laughs> Phil will go back and say, perhaps we could do it more like this to you guys. So it's not, I try not to make it to, it's just very yeah. nitpicky. And actually it's got a lot easier the longer it's been going on because um, you guys are just immensely talented anyway. So that's been easier for me. <laughs> so I haven't got as many but A4s because yeah. <laughs> you're I, I already naturally good at it, you know. I think it's a good uh, thing to do because as musicians, we generally aren't very self-assessive, I suppose is the word. Like um, I, I record a lot of the time anyway, so I try to keep an eye on my playing in that way. But in, in regards to performing, obviously, we don't often have video cameras set up, you know, videoing every show. And, you know, we can't be critical on ourselves as much and having you out there you know, making notes and things. It's really important just for our benefit 
in our mm. development as musicians and and for the show in general so i think it's great that you do that to be honest yeah yeah and, um, it is it yeah. is hard when when you're a performer when you're because when you're we all know that when you're up there in the moment what you perceive as the gig isn't necessarily what other people are perceiving no you know, i've always told that when you're having on stage yeah. is very different to the experience that someone out there is having so having that feedback like you say chris whether it be a recording or even better someone like you jay to just kind of not not necessarily a negative actually say oh, i really liked it because mm. we equally miss moments yeah, like yeah. that that we would brush off and not even realize and you say oh yeah. you know tonight when you did that that was really good we need to do more of that yeah and so it is helpful very helpful yeah. Well, yeah, again, I don't have to do it half as much as I used to now. I think it, mostly I'm quite fussy with sound and things like that. And, you mm. know, I'd probably get on the it's sound guy's nerves. Phil, <laughs> it? Phil, 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 you forgot to come on Phil. with your trousers on. <laughs> You've done it again. <laughs> well, open. <laughs> well, again. well, now that I'm joining the show, you might want to refill that pad. So. no i'm sure it'll be fine i'm really looking forward to your going back i can't wait because i mean with you chris it should be great as well you know i miss it a lot i miss being out the front and it's nice to have be able to sit out the front i know you guys don't see yourselves you know as as i do and it's great to see this side of it from my point of view i've never had that when i used to be on stage so this side of it's so interesting you you get to hear what people say and what they think and you feel the atmosphere more and, you know, that side of it's just, oh yeah, I'm so proud. I really am. You know, guys are really great. So yeah, I know I used fortunate. to, um, I used to spend a lot of time on stage listening to what everybody else was doing. I never actually mm. used to concentrate that much on what I was doing. Um, my in a lot of people's, you know, they get their in ear monitor mix and it's tailored to them. And my in ear monitor mix is tailored to everybody else because I want to hear what everybody else is doing. <laughs> I, you know, I, yeah. I know what I know what I'm doing, but I need to hear what everybody else is doing. And I don't think that's ever gonna go. Mm. I don't think that's ever gonna go. You know, when you've, you know, when you, suppose when you put your house on the line for a show like, yeah. <laughs> like this, you kind of, yeah. you're, you're, you're never gonna let go of it. You're never just no. gonna go right, and you know. Yeah, I can assure you it's a great show anyway, obviously, because I was very fortunate at the start of oh, last gosh, year yeah. now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I was uh, I, well, I was in the wings. I was there, you know, giving Lee guitars, you know, changing yeah. straps for him. It was great <laughs> for a few months. Yeah, and then uh, obviously I have, there was a couple of occasions I got to go out to the front and um, for the whole show and 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 towards the end as well. I think uh, when I handed, like, I think maybe Toby his last guitar for the last song, I then... I went out front just to see everyone kind of in the last few songs generally get out of their seat and just to feel the buzz in the room was amazing. Like, um, mm. like there's just, yeah, something great about the show. And even when you kick it off, Phil, as well, just watching you with the, um, you know, just moving around to the different, you know, areas of the stage with the guitar and really giving it mm. some, I was like, man, this is great. And yeah, Aww. I can assure you it's an awesome show. And um, yeah. you guys should be really proud of yourselves. I think it's uh, an incredible achievement and obviously, there's so much room for a uh, progression with it as well, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Chris. I, I do yeah. my best. I do my best. <laughs> 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 I don't know how you control those fingers, Lee. How long are they? 18 inches each or something? Very long. Very long. I was going to say, Chris, have we got a Chris's Corner this week? Because I felt like we almost rolled into it then. You had the three of us. Oh, just do you know what? I actually do have a Chris's Corner. You do? I do. Right, Actually, well, Jay, if yeah, you Jay listen, should you'll do know it. all about Chris's oh, Corner. Oh, yes. Yeah. Jay, Jay. Do you, do you want to cue the music, Jay? Oh, do I cue it? I've, I've forgotten that yeah. you say. Hang on. Uh, cue the music. Is that what it is? Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. Do you know, never bring your wife to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do listen to you, honest. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> right, ready? Cue the music. That was great. That was nice, yeah. Had a bit of a crescendo um, to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so obviously following last uh, the last the last podcast we did, obviously we spoke about vinyls and uh, after that I couldn't help but go straight to where all my vinyls were. I grabbed loads out, started listening and and obviously you get uh, for me anyway with vinyls I get that such a nostalgic feeling with all the music I listen to and and I was thinking to myself, and I can't answer it yet because I don't know, but um, I was going to just throw the question to you guys. But in 30 years' time, what do you guys think you'll be nostalgic over? My underpants. 
because they would have been long gone. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it's quite an interesting. By uh, that point, it'll be back in nappies. <laughs> 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 be longing for the days where <laughs> <laughs> he had control of his bowel movements. <laughs> 30 years from now, I'll be long gone, mate. <laughs> I think I'll still be a carer at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's carer, <laughs> as always. <laughs> obviously, you're going to still be nostalgic over the things you're nostalgic over now. Yeah, I was um, but obviously, <laughs> there, there might be something new, like, um, but I can't think of anything at present because obviously it's hard to tell. What that's going to be. Is nostalgia just related to when you were like young? Or is that just something that as you grow older, you continuously gain more nostalgia that's sort of trailing 10 or 15 years behind you? I don't know. Yeah, uh, it it depends on the event, I think. Um, And I suppose it's, is it based on something that you're really enjoying now? Or, you know, you have done maybe last year that you think, oh, I'm going to remember this in years to come. And you'll probably get a moment Mm. where you're, you know, having a coffee and you're like, oh, I remember this. Or, you know, um, listening you know, to a piece of music. One thing I always yeah. um, get nostalgic about is my, um, my my number one strat because that's been through so much with me. And uh, there are certain things that happen when I'm playing that guitar or, or times of the year. For example, Christmas, which is w- when I first got the guitar, when my dad got me for Christmas. So every Christmas... I get a little bit of nostalgic about about that, you know, because I've got that guitar and I've had it since I was 11 and I start remembering mm. Christmases with it. You put um, tinsel on it. And I put tinsel on it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't put tinsel on it. Oh, okay. No, I wouldn't do that. I, no. I that. think nostalgia is that, though, isn't it? It's a memory. So, so we associate nostalgia with music because music's so good at evoking a memory, isn't it? It takes you back mm. to a place. So I guess nostalgia in the future will be whatever significant moments we're living through. And so for all of us, there's probably been quite a few significant moments over the last year. In in a weird way, mm. we might find that we become nostalgic for some of the nice things that we did in lockdown. I mean, I don't know about yeah. you, but I've certainly listened to some music and done a few things that have become almost like regular life that I'm sure will not be able to remain regular life when we go back. Like not being dressed sort of for days on end. Well, yeah, like coming on podcasts and uh, <laughs> I won't stand up too far, but Please, you know, <laughs> sitting here in my underpants. You know what I mean? Well, be, I'm, I keep yeah. thinking that as we feel like, uh, you know, as we look forward to, to all of this coming to an end, um, hopefully, I, I'm sure there will be aspects of it that in a year's time you go, do you know what? That, that part of that wasn't that bad, whether it be mm. spending time with family or, or just being free of a few pressures that we might otherwise be bogged down with. I don't know. Mm. I think I suppose, it's um, really and nice in some ways, isn't it? Yeah, it has. Yeah, we have had the time to just relax and look at every life a little bit differently, haven't we? Things well, have changed for us for the better because of lockdown, definitely. Mm. In yeah, reg- regards to the show, you guys needed a break, didn't you? You said, and um, hopefully you'll go back with mm. um, maybe not a better energy, but something that's different. And um, yeah. I've probably had time to catch on with things, so maybe you'll be a bit more relaxed or, or something. I, d- I don't know. It's a bit of a cliche, but fresh, I think, is probably the right yeah. word. You know, we, you know, both of us were, were at the tipping point, I think, weren't we, before, you know, at the, towards March, you know, with one thing or another. Mm. With the, we've had a lot of, um, we've had a lot of legal problems going on in the show as well. Um, so, yeah, that, that whole, you know, when the industry stopped for a lot mm. of people was devastating. For us, it was needed, mm. wasn't it? The first couple yeah. of months were really, really lovely, weren't they? We kind mm. of just, oh, we needed it so badly. And I think after that, it became, okay, well, we'll start doing some useful things with our time, you know. And then after that, it's like, hang on a minute, now I think yeah. I'd like to go back, <laughs> please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Phil, get <laughs> dressed. It's been yeah. six months. <laughs> <laughs> unlike other areas <laughs> unlike other areas with gigs obviously like you know as opposed to like you know being in a wedding band which i've done loads of obviously there's a different pressure with theater shows and um and obviously when it gets tough is what what, what do you think it is that makes you want to ride that out and just keep going is it your love for theater shows do you guys love what you're doing enough to just you know uh, why yeah, are you doing this because obviously <laughs> <laughs> Chris, why have you asked that question? Yeah. I can see Phil contemplating really the future of this. Me and you are out of a job. Uh, <laughs> I just, right, Chris's corner <laughs> is cancelled. <laughs> I just, I, I, I see your guys, are, like, when, when you guys talk about it, like, you, 
you have so you guys seem to have so much enthusiasm about it and you always you know um yeah I, I definitely had a bottle of port. <laughs> <laughs> now now chris i just see myself <laughs> yeah I do, we just see ourselves growing vegetables in the, you know in Getting the middle of nowhere hair. yeah 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 that's it yeah no there is an enjoyment to it i mean it's it's we're proud of it and how it's grown and the people that are in it were lovely now and you know all the all the aspects of it that are stressful have seemed to have sort of gone by the wayside and you start to see what's <laughs> good about it all which is lovely from my yeah. point of view um because i mean you guys will know this because uh everything when we go to rehearsals everything's in my head you know until we get to a rehearsal nobody yeah we know what songs they are and things like that but the, the the vision of the show is all in my head and um we ain't there yet you know what, what right. where where i see the show and what's happening you know five years from now we you know we're we're really not there yet Mm. Um, that's what keeps me going. The fact that yeah. you've got a vision Striving for you? that. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I've got a vision of where I want the show to be, what I want it to look like, and you know, we're years off that yet. Mm. I so think that means more. You still got a job, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> There's more Just guitars about. involved here somewhere. More <laughs> yeah. guitars. Yeah, I saw Jay's face <laughs> while you were saying that, Phil. She's thinking, oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> here we but go. but to be honest, I think I think Jay, a joke in aside, you know, I mean, there's no way. I would own, you know, furry guitars and, you know, and uh, and things that you see behind me, like stripey things and Prince guitars. There's no way I would own those guitars because they just don't float my boat, you know. Mm. If it weren't for this guitar show, I'd probably have about, I don't know, a handful of guitars that I, that I really loved and really wanted. So the, to me, uh, the tools, they're not, yeah. they're, not, they're not like, you know, yeah. the, the D-Walt and Makita drills to me are a lot of these guitars. They're... There's just something there that makes it work, you know? And we know you love a Dewalt. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Let's talk about Dewalt stuff instead. No, 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 no. Let's not go down that tangent. Please. Well, actually, may maybe maybe on that note, because I have seen your Dewalt grill, and it's very, very nicely secured to your garage wall, and it's very, very organised. It is. So on that note, yeah, Jay, maybe we could get some, some insight, and the listeners could get some insight into life, with the man himself <laughs> behind You're the scenes. You're to know, aren't you, Lee? We, we, we know about the stage, we know about the business, but, but <laughs> life with Phil, particularly with over, Phil. The <laughs> over the last Phil. year, must have been somewhat interesting. But This is a separate podcast series, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, bless him, he's lovely. It, uh, he has his moments, don't you feel like we all do where you're... No, uh, I'm perfect. <laughs> This is what we want to know about, Jay. What are these moments? You want the juicy details, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> Remember that time you caught me with that donkey? <laughs> <laughs> I've shared a room with him a few times on the road. Yeah. And he's, um, he's, he's different. Shall we say? <laughs> <laughs> he likes things his way. So, yeah. He does. Yeah. He's kind of, I call him kind of all or nothing. So he's either really into something, really happy with it, really happy with the person or, uh, or not. <laughs> There's yeah. no in between. There's is this like <laughs> that's what I see him like. It's like I'm laughing because I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> that's how I see Phil, <laughs> and so immediately I'll know if he likes my my meal I've just made or not. You know, there's just no in between with this because it's and not up the wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's this shit? <laughs> God, and it's so true. Everything we do with you, it is. and the other thing is, if you want to go out, if you want to go out for a walk or something like that, I have to sort of make it sound amazing. Otherwise, you just will not want to do it. So, or you know, take him out when there's no one around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, we should text me out for my walk every day. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> See, I'm not selling it to him. Sounds somewhat like a small child. It's <laughs> like, but I know, I know if he likes the dinner I've made him because he doesn't spit it out. And if he needs to go outside for some fresh air, I have to say, come on, Phil. <laughs> when we're Aww. on the way to the show, it's like, oh, Jay's let me out for the day. When he's go away on. on the road, do do you miss him or is it is it a is it secretly a nice break? Do you look forward to it? It depends the, oh, how long it's for. Away. I think if it's okay. a long, long time, after a while, I'm thinking, hang on, you know. After I, six months, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can come back now. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, said, come back, the bins are piling up. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the first few days are heaven. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I just miss my dog. <laughs> Cookie. Oh. You have yeah. said that. 
Is, is it due for your rant yet, Phil, by the way? Uh, I, I, you're one. doing it for me, I think, yeah. <laughs> have, have we got one? I do have, have a rant, one? actually, yeah, yeah. I think I think what it is with with me is that... Wait a second. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Let, whoa, let whoa. cue the music. Oh, no, this wasn't the rant. This wasn't the rant. I was just, just uh. kind of um, just saying that... Yeah, I, mean, I, know, I know a lot of people sometimes probably find it a little difficult working with me. Um, because I, I, I do have to have it a certain way. Um, it has to be a certain way for me. And, and, and I, I, without, I'm trying not to sound, um, without sounding sort of arrogant, I really, I, you know, if it comes across like that, I apologize. I don't mean it to, but the way that I do things works mm. and has done, and I've had a lot of failures as well. <laughs> I've had a shitload <laughs> of failures too. So, <laughs> Um, a lot of it's been trial and error, but if I think something has to be a certain way and people going, uh, you know, if, I, if I've thought about it and I go, no, it really does have to be that way. And usually, usually I'm quite right. It, you have written down everything in detail, haven't you? So, mm. you know, if somebody's questioned something, usually you've already thought of it over and over anyway, haven't you? You're kind yeah. of very particular about certain things, which is what I'm going back to, like um, all or nothing. So he's kind of, if he's all, then you'll get all. So yeah. with the show, it's all all the time. So mm. you know, um, and you've got this vision. You know what you want. You know what the sound sound you want. You know what you want to see. Everything about it, even the lights. You do everything just how you want it, don't yeah. you? And it's kind of yeah. when you bring other people into the picture, like yourselves as guitarists in, involved in that. You kind of have to try and Sorry. get in with in Phil's vision, which <laughs> is difficult, you know. And so. I think you do an amazing job. <laughs> well done, guys. Just don't be offended when I say, no, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jay, whenever we make suggestions, <laughs> Phil, what's the email address that you send us? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, tell Jay that one while she's here. What's the, that? The, 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 there's quite a few. At, there's quite Come a few. On, got on, my Phil. phone out here. No, the, the, there's, there's, there's quite a few. Usually I find if anybody's got a little issue on the road, you know, something personal, I usually tell them to email HR. At um, Phil doesn't give a toss dot com, <laughs> something like that. Um, or Jamie love it. <laughs> Please write to <laughs> me instead. <laughs> but no, I, I do. I mean, I I never stop. My head never stops on this. On not just this show, um, but I've got another three shows written ready to go. Um, this the the guitar show is. Um, I think I've got versions of it up to twenty twenty three now. Um, wow. different thing obviously depending on what happens like um, you know if, if somebody big you know kicks the bucket like Eddie did or you yeah, know yeah. like BB yeah. did and things like that you know we can bang or we can just slot them in straight away that you know type yeah. of thing um, but yeah. yeah I've like I say I've got about another three shows that are written ready to be put into action um, and yeah like I say the guitar shows the next version's already done, finished and ready to go type thing. Um, wow. So it, do, wow. it never stops. I'm up at seven o'clock every single morning downstairs with my iPad doing is work. Is that true, Jay? It Jay, is, is that actually, true? to be fair to okay. him, yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. he's up before me and I, he just goes downstairs. I think he enjoys that moment on your own, don't Because you don't really wake me up till. It's usually me, me, and me and my dog, me and, me and Cookie. We just we, we get a little hot chocolate and it will eat us and they'd kill him. <laughs> I wouldn't be good with it. But um, he, he has a couple of little biscuits after breakfast, and we both, we both sit in the chair together. I've got my iPad, um, you know, with my light Apple pencil and everything, and, and I'm, yeah, I'm oh working. Yeah. And yeah. You're on it, aren't you? I'm on it, yeah, every morning. Right, come on, Phil. Yeah. Roll into your rant. Let's let's do it. I want to hear what you're ranting about this week. So, go on, Okay, Jay. go on, Jay. Over to you. I've forgotten it again. Um, <laughs> oh, it, no. <laughs> So, Jay, Q. repeat after me. It's Sorry. Q. Q. The. The. <laughs> music. Phil's <laughs> rant. Phil's rant. Do you know what? I feel, I feel like that rant now should be about Jay not remembering Q the music. Oh, no. no, okay, my rant, my rant this week, I'm not going to go on too much. My rant this week is about prostitution. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. Now, I... I I really am. This all is for seriously an episode of Top Gear, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've um, and Jay and probably a lot of people, um, we've classed ourselves as musical prostitutes. 
okay, and lockdown especially. I mean, I'm still really, really lucky that I'm making, you know, still making my way through without having to drive an Amazon van or anything like that. I'm still, I've, you know, look, at, I think it's through the contacts that I've built up over the years, you know. And, and, and a little bit of advice for anybody out there is always be nice. Don't fall out with people if you can help it, you know, because you, you just never know when you might need somebody, you know, and... um I left a show uh, about two, three years ago, and I'm actually doing some work with this this show again with this guy again. And uh, you know, it's great to just stay in touch with people. Um, but you get a lot of people out there that sort of slate people like me, who has played in a Neil Diamond tribute, a John Denver tribute, a Queen tribute, um, a Bee Gees, and you know, I've I've done all sorts of things. Um, I've worked in hotels, and you get a lot of people. I can think of a couple of people that spring to mind that look down on me because I've done that. Um, and I just don't think you should look down on people that... I mean, this is before COVID anything. You know, I used to do all sorts of stuff. I was in 14 different shows one year, and that I really was burnt out by mm. Christmas after that year. But, um, yeah, um, I've done PA hire and all sorts of stuff. And, and you get a lot of people that do look down on... On, on people for doing things. I remember coming out of a mm. hotel once. Um, I was at a seaside place, and it was just weird that I bumped into this bloke that I knew. And um, he he says, well, "Bloody hell, what are you doing here?" I said, oh, "I've been working here in this in, in this what what Sheeran's hotel." So what are, you, what are you doing there? I said, "Well, I've just been doing a gig. You know, it's, it was a Monday or Tuesday night or something. It was all midweek stuff." And he goes, "Oh God, what you're playing in there?" You know, and he got a real, he got a real arsy sort of look down on me attitude for mm. all that type of thing. Anyway, yeah. I got in, I got into my car, and he, he goes, "Is is that your car?" And I went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Because I do shit holes like this, <laughs> I can afford a nice brand new Mercedes. And I drove off and left him to walk to the bus shelter. You know what I mean? And it's like, but you know, people that do look down on. On you know that mm. uh, that gets my goat. Does that? It, it does, it, doesn't it? Well, you musical mean. snobbery is rife, isn't it? It's, yes, it's oh, everywhere. Yeah. Musical snobbery is rife, and it and it's as they always say, it's it's not a competition. But mm. that no, doesn't I think, seem um, to be the case. You know, as a as a musician, um, I, I I presume we all share a similarity in that our success for us is just to be able to make a living out of music, and that's always been my goal. Like I would look at if i could get a whole year of just gigs and you mm. know just playing my guitar and teaching i would consider that a success regardless of what that is as long as mm. it's in that ballpark you know no one has the right to look down on you at that because exactly in your mind that's success to me and obviously you're driving away in a mercedes you know and just just proves a massive point doesn't it yeah i mean not that um that I'm trying to be arrogant by by saying I've got a Mercedes. I'm not trying to be like no, that. But the, you know, no. the point is, I've, I've everything that me and Jay have got, we've worked bloody hard for. Of course, you know what I mean. We we work so hard, and I'm you know you guys do. I mean, you know, Chris, you've got um, you know, you've got a daughter as well, and you've got a, you've got to juggle family life, you've got to juggle gigging life, and you know, I know you how busy you were in the wedding band. You know, you like got 28 days in August, you were working one year or something, you know, ridiculous, yeah. and you got to juggle life as well, and you know, you, you get you get the, you know, it's not not everybody, obviously, just a handful of people, you know, like yeah weekend warriors as you call them but you know go and, you know i'm cool i play acdc in a pub once every fortnight do you, do you know what i mean sort of looking down on 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 you know people that have well i think you in know my doing probably that, not what we that, want to do <laughs> that so-called snobbery um seems to seems to thin out as you kind of work up through the ranks and maybe mm. it's just mm. because those people that don't have that outlook tend to get those gigs because like you said they're nice they communicate mm. well and they get the call because they were a nice guy or whatever mm. um i i've i've been lucky enough to just just meet a lot of professional musicians that are you know either working on really high-end gigs or have a really solid following themselves and they always come across as well the vast majority come across as really nice guys or or, or gals and you can see why they would be successful because they're remembered for being that. Mm. It's a small industry, whether you're mm. at the top or at the bottom. And I think, yeah, and you, I, and leave I think it, you leave a trail, don't you? Of mm. course, yeah. And I think what you said, Phil, was like spot on is just be a nice guy or gal. Yeah. You know, it's so important because obviously if you're going to be on the road with someone like, you know, me joining your show, you know, I'm going to be on the road with you guys a lot. And obviously we got to be able to get on. And if you're one of those guys who's got, um, you know, an opinion about everything, 
negative you know you, you're just you're not going to get the gig are you and mm. it, i mean uh you know yeah all right you know when people that travel with, with me in my van yeah it, it it can be a little bit stressful sometimes because smelly things Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I've, um, I've been told to buy a really <laughs> thick uh, jacket, you know, that I could take to Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do like the aircon in winter. Yeah, definitely. But no, it, it, it's a case of um, everybody seems to get on. It, 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 there are stressy times, um, people that travel with me because, you know, I run the show. I'm always in contact with Jay and there's always, the, the, there's never a day goes by without, something to sort out is there and mm. you know unfortunately i'm on the road and we have to talk so sometimes you know but uh, as a rule um if if you know to be blunt if you're an arsehole you're not going to last long in this show because everybody gets on really well everybody's you know as far as i'm concerned everybody now now in the show is just really cool you know and uh, and i'm yes, really looking forward to getting back out <laughs> so chris your days are numbered <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> on that note, our Zoom chat's running out because we're too cheap to pay for the premium version of Zoom. <laughs> so oh no! <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna say thank you, Jay, for joining us tonight. And we need for, to do the um, social. My pleasure. I'm g- I'm g- I'm coming to that. Are you doing that? that? Okay. And We've got yeah, another I'm one. I, for I you. just wanted I just wanted to say, Jay, thank you for joining us tonight, sure. and I hope it's been enjoyable. Thank you for sharing a few insights into. <laughs> Life with Phil. <laughs> no problem. Um, <laughs> and uh, of course, thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to those that have listened over Christmas, as we said last week. And yes, if you want to find us on social media, you can get onto Instagram. Let's see if I can do this right. Just search for Phil Walker Guitar, Lee Troy Guitar, and Chris Anthony Guitar. And on Facebook, it's Phil Walker Guitarist, Lee Williams Guitarist, and Chris Anthony Guitar. Of course, you can search for Story of Guitar Heroes on Instagram and Facebook, or head over to www.storyofguitarheroes.com. And of course, there's a YouTube search for Phil Walker Guitarist, where you can see some videos that actually feature Jay. Well, actually, those amazing pipes. Hang on, we've got another. We've got another YouTube. If you search um, Jamie Lovett, spelled J A I M E L O V E T, um, Jay's got her own YouTube channel where you can uh, you can see quite a few uh, different videos and some videos from her past in different bands as well. Um, that's a really cool channel. You've just started that, haven't you? It's a bit of a, a bit of an outlet. It's my only outlet. You see, it is now. Yes. yes. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, definitely go and do that, and then you'll be wondering why she's not in the show and why we are. Oh, don't be bad. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, she's a good guitar player off, as well, so yeah. Oh, no, don't say that. She's a triple threat. I bet she can dance as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Not as well as Watch you, Lee. Space. <laughs> 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 I'll retain that one. <laughs> Thank right. you all so much for listening, guys. Take care. Thanks, see you next time. See you, see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Jay, pull pull that finger. No. Go on, pull that no, finger. No, I don't. Oh. Come on then. You, you hesitated. It's gone. Oh.